We want to see you. How about at Jesse Brown's Outdoors Facebook page, maybe Instagram. Both operate under the handle Jesse Brown CLT, and we want to see your hike, hunt, fish, climb, travel pics. We love to share and hope that you do too. Plus, giveaways, discounts, and celebrating our friends is a part of the charm. Again, Facebook and Instagram at Jesse Brown's CLT. Welcome aboard the Carolina Outdoors. However, you're joining us, whether it's early on a Saturday morning via the airwaves of WBT Radio as we blast up and down the eastern seaboard, or maybe you're joining us via podcast. However, you are welcome. I'm Bill Barty, your host, and one of the missions here on the Carolina Outdoors is to talk about things to do in the Carolinas, whether it be an outdoor recreational pursuit, whether it be a special place that we have here as a gym in the Carolinas, and the people that are making those things happen. And today is no different. There's so many people in the Charlotte area that are sitting during rush hour on Interstate 77. But did you know about an area, Mooresville Farm, that played a part in the building of I-77? Of course, this farm is now in its fifth generation of ownership, and it is uh, now and has been a popular venue for fresh produce, wedding parties, and one of the best scenic swimming holes in the Carolinas. We're talking about Kerrigan Farms, and Doug Kerrigan joins us now on the Carolina Outdoors. Doug, welcome. Thanks for having me, Bill. It's always good getting you on here and getting to talk about Kerrigan Farms. And uh, to us, it's an opportunity for people who maybe are new to the area or maybe just need to, to be reminded of what we have in this area. And of course, Kerrigan Farms is like that. And over the course of, uh, of the generations, I guess, Doug, and you'll help me go through this history, but really initially, I guess, tobacco and cotton was the main crop. And then uh, and then dairy and row crops came about. But then in the mid-70s, Doug, uh, you came out and brought on fruits and vegetables onto the farm. Tell us about how important produce is to Kerrigan Farms these days well uh, we feed a lot of people out here the uh, average there's only about one percent of the population that are farmers and we happen to be that but out of that one percent about 20 percent of them do 80 percent of the production so we feed a lot of people with the food we produce off this land and so uh, we're happy to do it it's a it's a way for us to live on the land and make a living and give fresh produce to people good good stuff the stuff that we get it's fresh um when you buy something in the grocery store, it's usually a week old when you get it, even though it's fresh, because they had to ride on a truck from somewhere and in the warehouse and so on and so forth. So we feed people just like we eat. It's too good. I think that says somewhere on the website uh, about uh, California and, you know, the diversity of uh, produce and, and things that come out of California. The same goes for Kerrigan Farms. It's just 3,000 miles closer yeah, we're 3,000 miles fresher than a lot of stuff that comes from California. <laughs> and that just makes it a whole lot different. It just tastes better. Uh, you know, we just picked some cucumbers this morning, and we were putting them into one of our cucumber cups, which is just has cucumbers, onions, uh, the, the Vidalia onions that we grew right here. We put them up a little vinegar, a little sugar, a little salt, a little pepper, and a few little red pepper flakes in there. It's a staple on every southern grandma's house that you go into in the summer. 
but you can't buy it anywhere except right here. So we sell it at our farm at our koi for people to uh, enjoy it. It's clean. It's good. You need a bushel of it and never gain weight, you know? Oh, I like the way you say that. Uh, of course, I put a, a little ice cream on anything, including cucumbers, and I can gain weight like a champion. But, Doug, this program, the Carolina Outdoors, is a bit educational, and I mean this respectfully for many of the listeners of the Carolina Outdoors, but oftentimes people don't know where their food comes from. They think it does come from that grocery store. Um, how has Kerrigan Farms changed, really, I guess, in agribusiness from being just a true producer, but now having uh, many, many, many different types of people rolling through the farms? Is there an educational opportunity uh, with Kerrigan Farms to the new visitors who maybe don't know where food is coming from, um, an educational opportunity uh, for them to learn about that? Well, in September and October, we do uh, school tours and field trips. Uh, people take a ride, and we show them that uh, food comes from the farm, not from the food line. And uh, it, it starts out right here, and we produce um, all the good stuff that's there, but we teach kids about photosynthesis and honeybees and pollination and so on and so forth. This is what uh, we're just part of nature. I'm just a caretaker for this generation, but we try to push the odds in our favor to, to take care of things. So one thing that I figured out, a while ago is that uh, I'm in the food production business, and that takes it all the way from the planting the seeds to uh, actually putting it on the fork so they can eat it. And so once we started doing that, we have a you know a, a big you know kitchen that we produce a lot of food, and we feed a lot of people during the day, uh, especially at our swimming at our quarry, and we give them fresh stuff right off the farm. But one thing that I noticed is that some people were First of all, changing your eating habits is very hard to do for um, society because uh, it's ingrained for a long time. But I've got a menu board. I've got a good and a good for you. And on the good, it's got hamburgers <laughs> and hot dogs and french fries and pizza. And on the good for you, it's got a chicken sandwich. It's got a grilled Caesar salad. It's got a fruit cup, a cucumber cup, fresh corn on the cob, so on and so forth. And my goal if I can shift 1% of the sales from the, the good side to the good for you side in the next 10 years, each year, I'll be tickled to death. <laughs> uh, we, 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 a lot of people are, well, they, they eat too much, and they're killing themselves one fork at a time. And so I try mm-hmm. to put the good stuff on them that's it's good and good for them. And uh, their health will be better. And um, I don't know, it, it just tastes good when it comes right off the farm, too. Man, we love getting Doug Cardigan on, Kerrigan on the Carolina Outdoors, Doug, because you're telling it uh, right. I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to scare you a little bit first uh, because you are creeping up on 50 years getting out of NC State and uh, heading back to the farm and, and working that magic that you work. Do you have a favorite produce to grow out there at Kerrigan Farms? I like it all. I like something new and exciting, and I'm working on a few things like that right now, but uh Strawberries probably one of my passion. Uh, I oh, like growing yeah. them. Been growing them ever since, right from the start. And uh, I was um, actually president of the North American Strawberry Growers Association back in '86 or '8 or '8, something like that, a long time ago, 100 years ago. But uh, <laughs> so um, I still know all the people in the business, and it's um, it's just strawberries, just a, a great crop. Uh, my, my my other question, and it, it may fall right into strawberries, but see if there is a favorite one to grow, and then a favorite one to sell. Um, it, and that may have to do with uh, that may be strawberries too. Is 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 anything better than strawberries as far as selling as well? 
It's all good. You know, um, my son just graduated from NC State, and he mm-hmm. came back, and I said, dude, I said, you're not going to dip into my till. you got to bring something <laughs> to the table here to, to plant and make another profit so you can have a salary. And so we sat down and devised a scheme. We had apples. When I was in school, we planted Red Delicious and Golden Delicious because at the time there was no fresh, hard, crunchy, juicy apples on the market because they didn't have all the controlled atmosphere storage and all the other good stuff that keeps apples fresh and crispy year-round. And the new varieties like Honeycrisp, they went around. So all of a sudden, we've got a lot of people that move down here from uh, upstate New York and Massachusetts mm-hmm. and all that, and they come in here and they want to pick apples in October. Well, our our delicious are already over in September because we bloom earlier and we pick earlier. And so we've got, we planted some Evercrisp and some Gold Rush, which are two late October apples, which uh, everybody says, I picked my apples in October back in New York. Well, you're in North Carolina. So we're going to grow some late apples that will have production. Uh, we just planted them this past spring, and we'll get a few apples off of next year, probably uh, about a 10, 15 apples per tree. But we put in a couple thousand trees, and so we're going to shift the, the apple market. We have one in September and one in October. And so one could be for the the old Southerners, and one could be for the, the, the transplanted Southerners, you know? Oh, that's talking about farm work right there. Uh, uh, but, Doug, we need to switch gears a little bit because yeah. you mentioned the quarry. And, uh, of course, the website has it on there, kerriganfarms.com. That's C-A-R-R-I-G-A-N, kerriganfarms.com. But, uh, Doug, talk to us, uh, or describe to us, I guess, the quarry. For people who have not been on the site, have not been uh, to Morrisville, to Kerrigan Farms, tell us about this big granite uh, hole filled with water and what happens during the summer with the quarry. Still on this farm, there's been granite outcropping here uh, for a long time. A man figured it out. I live in a house built in 1852, and actually mm-hmm. some of the stones around the fireplace were quarried right off of the, the land right here and brought up to build part of my house. Uh, but in the late 60s, they took a half a million tons of stone out of this place to build a little highway called I-77. <laughs> and when it did, it filled up with water, and we started irrigating all our crops. That was in, um, I guess, the early 70s. And uh, we, we still take the water out of the quarry to grow the tomatoes that you eat on your hamburger. And so we use that water for a multitude of purposes. But the the thing is, is that back in the 70s, early 70s, we'd come in and put the put the pig on the grill and the beer in the foot tub and invite all our rowdy friends and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then in the late 80s, we said if we mowed the grass and put on a clean shirt, maybe we could charge <laughs> for the same thing. So here we are, and uh, it's become quite popular. We uh, put a, a rope swing in, um, and so it's basically just almost like a throwback to uh, earlier times whenever you wanted to go out and just have fun jump in the lake, jump in the water, because it's all natural. It's spring-fed. Everybody says the water's real clear. Well, it's because it doesn't have all the red uh, mm-hmm. clay particles washed in like Lake Norman and other stuff, because it's filtered and comes straight out of the ground. But it's uh, it's fun. We get a lot of families out here, a lot of all different types of people. And uh, during the pandemic, we were still open, and there was not much to do. And It was kind of like shooting fish in a barrel, because, we were a captive market there, but, and then the word got out, and every day we have someone that's driven for probably over four hours uh, just to come see the place and do it and have fun. And uh, I think it's because of social media and other stuff. But uh, anyway, they people come out, they have a really good time. Um, it, it's refreshing. And the first time people 
I get some people right here from Mooresville. I, I get newcomers every day, and sometimes they come in and say, I never knew this place existed. And I say, well, you know what? We'd say the, the smart ones will find us and the, the bad ones we don't want them to, and you're finally coming around, you know? <laughs> well, of course, I hang my hat through the week over at the local outfitter store here in Charlotte, Jesse Brown's Outdoors. And, Doug, you'll be on good authority that we have several groupings of people rolling through Jesse Brown's who say, hey, we just got back from Kerrigan Farms. And somewhere in there, it makes my heart smile to know that they've been uh, at your farm seeing all that, that, that you have there, but also enjoying that special Carolina swimming hole uh, at Kerrigan Farms, the quarry. Bill, we're just selling fun. And people come out here and they have a good time and they can still put their heads in their own pillow. You know? Oh, it, it is magical. Like taking a vacation, you know? It is like that. I have that here on my list, too. I've got computers full of Kerrigan Farms, notes full of Kerrigan Farms, and uh, one of these is how much of the Kerrigan Farm experience is escape, whether it's escaping the traffic of 77, the traffic of the city of Charlotte, uh, a step back in remembering your childhood when you went down to the swimming hole. All of that, I think, is on my list for Kerrigan Farm, not just good food, good good fruits, good produce, but also being able to escape just a little bit and enjoy. We sell a, a lot there. of food, but we also sell a lot of memories. Well, that's a good way to burn some calories uh, uh, climbing <laughs> climbing out of that quarry and jumping back in. In fact, let me ask you, um, how how tall is the tallest jump into the quarry? Well, it's 15 feet or really 5 meters. And I tell all the kids that are out here and they, first of all, a, a young kid will come up and they have to uh, the parents want them to do this, that, and I said, no, just leave them alone. They'll find out because you can jump off a one-foot rock and a two-foot and a five and an eight and a ten and a fifteen-foot. And the kids develop their own level of confidence by yes. graduating up. And so you just leave them alone. They'll figure it out. And when they finally make it to the high jump, that's 15 feet, five meters, I tell them, look, next year the Olympics are coming up. There's going to be a five-meter platform <laughs> diving competition. And I said, and that's something that you've done except they'll do it with uh, two flips and one-and-a-half twists in the process, you know. They make it look a little better than what we do. But, They've been practicing more. <laughs> yeah, but we, as a matter of fact, we get all types of people. We had a couple of uh, people, a couple of girls, they actually went to college and had a diving scholarship in Michigan, and they came off our rope swing, and they were doing a double flip with a, a full twist or something. And they, were, oh, wow. they were really showboating, but they could do it easily, you know. Well, there's not many high dives around at area swimming pools, so uh, we we like to know that that 15-foot or 5-meter high dive, if you will, the tallest jump in the quarry, is still alive and well. And, Doug, I need to ask you this, too, uh, um, because all of this happens, but this is also a wonderful event venue, whether it be a a wedding or rehearsals. or uh, Tell us some of the events that are going on that are – Maybe not farm or recreation based, but you're you're hosting a little bit by putting on that shirt and uh, mowing the grass a little bit. Tell us some of the events happening. Bill, we uh, we have to eat all year round, and so we make enough in about nine months to try to get through the winter. Like that old squirrel, we make it up, stick those nuts back in the nest, so we can reach back and grab one out of every now and then in, in the winter. But so we start in the early spring with strawberries, and then we move on into. Uh, asparagus and vegetables and by the end of may when strawberry season's over uh our quarry opens up it's warm enough for swimming so people come swimming we market a lot of our produce through that and then once it gets into uh, late september uh it's kind of too cold to swim again 
And so we do a lot of weddings um, mm-hmm. and a lot of company picnics, too. Uh, I, I could name a bunch of them, but no need to right now. But uh, um, the people come in, and matter of fact, at our quarry there, uh, uh, we've got a spot that they get married on the, uh, we call it a sandy area there. And the, we can see a couple hundred people there very easily. And so the preacher says, I now pronounce you man and wife. And now we have the joining of this man and this woman, like two streams of water coming together forever inseparable. And we hit the button and I got a waterfall that comes on, on the man, two of them, one at the left, one at the right. And it's a waterfall. And I tell you what, I can make the hair on a woman's arm stand up and not every man can do that. But it's just, uh, the women get so excited when they see that waterfall at a wedding and they, uh, they think it's really neat. So the weddings are a lot of fun. Uh, it's fun watching people have fun. Yes. Uh, if I was the, uh, gosh, the baggage claim guy at the USA for lost baggage, boy, it'd be complaints all day long, you know. But uh, here, it's fun watching people have fun. But do a lot of, uh, I don't know, We the other day we had, uh, gosh, one of the uh, cheer teams here. We had about 75 or 80 cheer teams came out and went swimming, had a good time, you know. And we had also had a, bunch of Marines out of Charlotte, which that was a good deal. I was one of them 100 years back, too. So, Oh, wow. Well, it's not just the recreation business at Kerrigan Farms. It's a whole lot of other things, but you heard it from Doug Kerrigan. Uh, he is selling fun. They are selling fun at Kerrigan Farms. Doug, it's always fun to get you on the Carolina Outdoors to find out what's happening. Thank you for running through the entire year, really, the the uh, events. And it won't be too long, you know, that uh, the, the haunted trails and the, the pumpkin patch and all that will be happening. And then Christmas parties um, for the holiday. So, um, listen, thanks for th- – always thanks for your time here on Bill, the Carolina keep, Outdoors. Keep tuning, keep tuning in because – my son's got a couple ideas up his sleeve, and we're working on them now, but we're three or four years away from, I call, turning them loose to the general public here. But uh, it's it's going to put us on the map even further because we're going to be one of the, uh, the the largest in the world at what we do at that point in time. So it's uh, it'll be quite interesting, but I'll leave that for another day. Oh, that'll be another tease for another visit on the Carolina Outdoors. Doug, thanks much. Have a great one. For all of our listeners out there, kerriganfarms.com is the place to go check it out. Check out the Open Swim. Check out the website. Check out where to be and how to be at Kerrigan Farms, a gem of the Carolinas. Off he goes, and off I go. But just for a moment, we're going to come back on the other side. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 